like it's working test test there we go are you hearing things yes yes i'm hearing things okay yeah but we'll have to speak up a little bit though <laughs> i will when we start going but show's hot it's live. on the road fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> I'll, I'll write it and then we'll do it live i'm i'm live 100 percent of the time fucking thing sucks <laughs> Oh, let's not be like him. <laughs> Although he's got a lot of money to pay off lawsuits, so. So does Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they pay off a bunch for him? Probably. Roger Ailes was his boss and best friend. <laughs> till, and then he died, and then Bill O'Reilly's like, uh, uh-oh, got fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's let's do this horror movie episode horrible <laughs> welcome back to wtm watch this movie i am eric Mulder. so he says wrecked him damn near killed him joining me today stop bumping the mic over there <laughs> Sorry. i can definitely hear that quit bumping the table <laughs> uh joining me today is mr positivity himself brett positive that jason keeps bumping the mic <laughs> Well, I just feel that we're all made exactly the way we're supposed to be. Oh, no, hell no, I'm a Christian, and you ain't gonna sit there and blame God for how you look, okay? Also with us today is Jason. Are you ready for the same clip you've had the entire time? You have another one. <laughs> you can't blame that on me. Jason's a legend, Jimmy. A legend. Well, I just you... don't know how it's possible. Why don't you t- uh, fix it for him, then? Aren't you the audio expert? Yeah, but I, I kind of want him to guide me into a new clip. I mean, I have all the Blu-rays. All right, all right. So a new Jason clip or just a new clip in general. It doesn't have to say Jason. Yeah, I'll find I'll find. Pick something. one right now. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write it down. That'll be my homework. Right now. When, when are we doing the next episode? I don't know, next week sometime. Okay, by next week I'll have Probably. a new clip. Yeah. I kind of Preferably something that I have. Yeah. On physical media, or it's yeah. on Netflix or HBO, or mm-hmm. somewhere on cable. I kind of want to switch mine to another Norbit one, but uh, I don't have my DVD right now, and I probably <laughs> won't be getting it back anytime soon. Yeah, that thing is going to be lost. <laughs> I don't even know if she unpacked it yet. <laughs> uh, today is another recently seen episode, but we are doing a special horror movie-centric episode. Because it's October and we have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've all been watching a bunch of horror movies recently, so why not? It's the season. We're all going to discuss three horror movies that we saw recently. So let's get into it. What did you see, Clarice? What did you see? We'll start. We'll go right 
We'll go counterclockwise. Hmm. Jason, you're up first. Wow. I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, first movie I'm going to talk about, and all three of my movies today are from 2018. Ooh. Yeah. Brand new. Look at you. Brand spanking new. Give the people what they want. <laughs> exactly. The first one is called The Nun. Rated R. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? It was just funny you said rated R. <laughs> we, yeah, you could say that. It's fine. So we it's, usually don't discuss it's information about the so, movie. Yeah, it's the first. Time you give as many details it. as you want. I'm sure that's been mentioned before. We the rating we'll yeah, well, we've said ratings before. We're not going to interrupt you again. Usually, when we complain that. about, like, oh, this is PG-13. It should have been R. That sure, type of thing. sure. Well, you know, if somebody's thinking about bringing their small child to this movie. No, I'm not sure why you bring it to your horror movie. The YouTube ad was really scary, but I never saw it. YouTube ad got banned. Really banned for being too scary. Hmm. Probably triggered anxiety in people. Apparently, there was a jump scare, and they would put it in front of like kids' videos and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, don't they target that to like people that are watching certain types of videos on YouTube? You would think so, but no. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Apparently not. Um, so this was directed by Corin Hardy, written by Gary Doberman. He wrote the screenplay. Also James Wan and and Gary Doberman again. He's credited with the screenplay and the story. Those are different things. Yep. I know that. He <laughs> <laughs> acted surprised. Well, I didn't expect to see his name on here twice. Like, they have three names, and his is two of them. Uh, The synopsis. A priest with a haunted past and a novice on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confront a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. All one sentence. That's an oxymoron. (laughs) What is? Demonic nun. Oh, yeah. Good catch. Depends on <laughs> depends on who you ask, I suppose. Yeah. Let's see. Doesn't have a very big cast. Damien Bashir, Ta Taisa, Taisa, Farmiga, Vera's younger sister, Vera from uh, The Conjuring and all that stuff. We got Jonas Bloquet, Bonnie Aarons, Ingrid Bisou. And those are pretty much all the big characters. So as far as the Conjuring movies go, this is kind of a spin-off of the last one. I don't remember. Do you remember what movie that was that had the nun Conjuring for the first two. time? Was it all that quick? Yep. Conjuring 2? Um, well, as far as the Conjuring movies go, I don't think this is up there with the best of them just didn't feel like there was a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of superficial. Parts of the plot were just like kind of silly. Took me out of it. You know, some jump scares. N- nothing that felt like truly scary. Like there were yeah. parts of The Conjuring where it's like, okay, that is creepy, you know? Mm-hmm. But in this, it's all just kind of, eh, just it, nothing too special about it. It I did get say. pretty dog shit reviews. Yeah. It's in the 20% range. Yeah, I don't know, just not enough there and not enough effort put into the execution, I feel like. Is it a lot of CGI stuff? Is there some good like makeup and effects or um, just CGI? 
There's Practical some of effects. each, I would say. I mean, there are some creepy characters. It's like just good makeup, good character design. Yeah. There's one scene that I just remembered that's pretty creepy, I guess. But I don't know. Just overall, it didn't pull me in the way I would hope. So what would you rate it, Jason? So I'm going to give this one a last resort. All right. It's a last resort. So it was none too good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is a great way to put it. You were holding on to that one for a while, weren't you? <laughs> no, not too long. <laughs> Look at you with the hood today. Got the hood popped up. Yeah. I hope I don't get shot in my way home. This <laughs> <laughs> is Mer- well. I guess we're outside Murderapolis. We're we're Murderapolis adjacent. <laughs> Not uh, adjacent, adjacent. <laughs> I got it. Uh, oh, is it my turn? My first movie is from 1983 because I didn't watch new movies. <laughs> uh, the House on Sorority Row, uh, directed by Mark Rossman. Starring Kate McNeil, Eileen Davidson, Janice Ward, Robin Malloy, Harley Jane Kozak, uh, Jody Draghi, Ellen Dorsher, Lois Kelso Hunt, Christopher Lawrence, Michael Kuhn, uh, Michael Sergio, uh, let's see. Carlos Serio. Synopsis. After a seemingly innocent prank goes horribly wrong, a group of sorority sisters are stalked and murdered one by one in their sorority house while throwing a party to celebrate their graduation. Uh, So this was a uh, pretty formulaic 1980s slasher movie um, in that, you know, there's something happens and then everybody starts dying one by one. So... You know the formula. It's uh, not the best slasher movie I've seen. Um, kind of the the whole basis of the story is kind of weird. Uh, it starts off with the, uh, t- like 20 years earlier, the, uh, the house mother at the sorority is giving birth. And then they make it seem like the baby's dead. But then they cut to later and uh, she's visiting it in a, like a mental or uh, institution type hospital mm-hmm. um which is really weird to me because it's like you you can't imply that it didn't survive so that's weird i don't know it uh some of the kills were okay you know yeah it had some decent special effects um one of the major uh parts of the plot surrounded around uh, involved a a very dirty pool uh <laughs> swimming pool um, so it, it played a major part in the plot and it was, that was convenient that your house mother never got the pool cleaned. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so she, is she, uh, a better or worse house mother than the one in black Christmas that drunk? Well, the one in black Christmas was much nicer and <laughs> she, was, she was sloshed all the time. Well, she, she didn't, uh, she had brandy in every room in the house hidden. Right. But but she didn't like resent the girls that she mm. was was overseeing. This one was a a total b word. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean. <laughs> and, uh, 
And uh, she had very strict rules. You know, the the house closes on June 19th every year, and everybody's going to be out. But uh, the girls, they uh, they couldn't afford the, the location for their graduation party. So, like, we're going to stay a couple extra days. We're going to have it at the house. Uh, fuck the, the house mother's rules. We'll do what we want. We don't. We don't like her. She's a bitch. She's mm-hmm. been a bitch for 20 years. Oh, man. But, uh... I heard bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, it's, uh... Like I said, not the, not the best slasher movie I've seen. Um, pretty straightforward uh, story uh, for most of it. Uh, so I'll give it a last resort. It's a last resort. Well, my three movies make up a trilogy, and that is the Slumber Party Massacre trilogy. So let's start with the first one. From 1982, the Slumber Party Massacre, directed by Amy Holden Jones, uh, starring Michelle Michaels, Robin Still, Michael Vieja, Vileya. Deborah DeLiso, Andrea Honore, Gina Hunter, Jennifer Myers, David Milburn. It's about enough. A lot of names you don't know. Yep. Storyline. A high school student's slumber party turns terrifying as an escaped mental patient with a drill decides to crash the evening. So I had seen these movies in stores from time to time. They kind of look like, you know, very trashy 80s, cheesy, exploitative type movies because, you know, there's going to be a lot of nudity and just, or I should say, uh, exploitative nudity. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's get a bunch of girls together. Let's make them do some pillow fights and shower together and, and then kill them. That's weird. I, I would think it would be very artistic and tasteful <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a name like that. Uh, and it is. Um, I mean, exploitative and they're... There's a shower scene. All the girls at school are showering together within the first 10 minutes of the movie. (laughs) But what was interesting about, I guess, looking into these movies was finding out that this series has the, uh, I guess, unique distinction of all three of these films are all directed and written by women. There's three different women for each. I mean, one. uh, There wasn't any repeat directors. It was a different Mm -hmm. woman each time. I believe the second and third movies were also produced by Roger Corman. So that's kind of another, I guess, little fun fact. Here's a fun fact. Um, But yeah, I like this movie a whole hell of a lot. It was a lot of fun. You know, cheesy 80s campiness, which I'm pretty into if it's done well. So, I mean, it makes you feel less like a scumbag watching this, like the exploitativeness. Because you're thinking like, well, just some you know douchey guy directed it. Like, nope, it was a woman. Yep. So they exploited themselves in this one. <laughs> well, it's so you don't have to feel bad. It's empowering. Yeah. They, they wanted em- me they to see this. <laughs> they empowered themselves <laughs> to exploit themselves. <laughs> it's probably a gotcha movie. If it came out today, it'd be a gotcha movie. Like I knew it. I knew that you liked that kind of stuff. You should feel bad. Yeah, there's a really good pace to this movie. It's only an hour and 17 minutes. Uh, I think the first kill is about six minutes in, maybe, Ooh. if that. Um, there's a lot of pretty great kills. 
Um, the Slumber Party Massacre series, there's a driller killer in each one. So somebody has a big drill, <laughs> just, you know, runs around drilling young co-eds. Hi-oh. How big of a drill are we talking? <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> How big of a drill are we talking about? We're talking like Bioshock giant drill or like handheld drill? Uh, more like a Bioshock type drill. It's cool. like a two-handed, you know, with uh, different handles. The one comes out the side and out the bottom. And Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. It's a heavy duty. And it's probably, you know, an inch thick drill bit. All right. Sounds like a metaphor. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, obviously there is that. There are there are those metaphors, of course. Slasher movie, it's you know they're he's penetrating all the women with his <laughs> drill and all that. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of great practical effects, some good scares, some good laughs. Um, I had a lot of fun with this movie, and I would recommend it. So I will give it a WTM eventually. Eventually. All right, Jason, you're up again. All right. My next movie is called Truth or Dare. <laughs> this one, you why are you laughing? Because I've seen the, the previews for that. I think you got decent reviews. I think Shocked. it's fresh. Did it? Yeah. Well, Brad, what did you think of the previews then? What was your what are your expectations of this movie? I expected it to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like I thought it was fun how they like twist everybody's face into this creepy demonic look. You know what I mean? That's no. pretty much what the whole preview is. No, right? I, I thought it was a dumb premise. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about with the how their faces are all twisted up and stuff. I don't remember. That's like the whole preview is all these people I asking seen the truth or dare. Was in the theater like six months ago. All so. right. Anyway. This one... I'm going to let you finish. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this one's rated PG-13, but I still think it was better than The Nun. Uh, Synopsis, a harmless game of truth or dare among friends turns deadly when someone or something begins to punish those who tell a lie or refuse the dare. Directed by Jeff Wadlow, written by Michael, Michael Rice. Jillian Jacobs. Wait, that Jillian Jacobs? Gillian? Isn't it Gillian? If it oh. was that one. Oh, I guess there's a different one. Jillian with a J. Uh, and Christopher Roach. What's the name of Jillian from Workaholics? Isn't her name Jillian? Jillian Bell. Bell. That's it. Uh, the cast. I don't know if I recognized any of these people. We got Lucy Hale. That sounds familiar. Yeah, she's probably the most well-known. Tyler Posey, Violet Bean, Hayden Zeto, Zito, Sophia Ali, Nolan Gerard Funk, Landon Liboiron. <laughs> like that? <laughs> Looks like a French name. Um, I wasn't really listening. Some Sorry. other people. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'll catch it on the replay. <laughs> <laughs> you can comment on the website. Yeah. So this movie, I mean, the synopsis pretty much covers it. Playing truth or dare turns deadly. In a way, it's a little bit like Final Destination. Okay. You know, you know, everybody's gonna die. Death is coming for them. It's just how how are they gonna die? So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun just seeing you know the different creative ways they come up with of killing people. Um, 
Wasn't there another movie that came out like a year ago that was really similar where they're doing like dares on the internet? Is that unfriended? Yeah. Are you thinking of the one where like they have an app and it tells them to do something and if they don't do it, they die or something like that? Yeah, I forget what it was called. It was not unfriended. Okay. Unfriended was something. I didn't see unfriended, but I assume it was just one of them Google plus group chats and then people just turn off one by one. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) From what I gather, I heard it was decent, but like surprisingly They made a sequel, didn't they? Or they're making a sequel? Probably. Back to you, Jason. Mm. (laughs) So, I mean, I didn't hate this movie. It was enjoyable enough. You know, just a fun little horror, whatever. Don't need to get too invested in it. Just put it on. Have some fun. Whatever. But it didn't really stand out. Didn't feel like there was anything that really set it apart from other horror movies. I've seen a lot of much worse horror movies but i've seen plenty of much better horror movies uh is there anything between eventually and last resort no nope but i'm gonna have to give this one a last resort as well i think all right i dare you to give it something other than a last resort (laughs) tell the truth jason (laughs) (laughs) it's a last resort oh man maybe you should get that clip (laughs) call back (laughs) so just have the have the drop of uh, Jones saying it. <laughs> Tell the truth. Not even Will Smith. Oh, he's not on the show anymore, so he can exploit all his <laughs> clips and play them out of order and make, <laughs> him, make him say stuff that he would never say. Make him sound like a silly Billy. <laughs> That's it. All right. Uh, my next movie is from way back in 1933. The Invisible Man. Which I believe is the original. What year did you say? Thirty-three. Ah, uh, one of mm-hmm. the. I don't know. Movies. I assume it's the the, the original version. But our is this movies discussed today run the full gamut from thirty-three to twenty-eighteen. Invisible Man. So we're talking like Hollow Man sort of territory, right? We're not. This isn't based on the book, The Invisible Man. That's a book, right? It's based on a novel by H.G. Wells. It's not <laughs> the book I'm thinking of, is it? I'm going to sound dumb. It's based on the novel The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells. Is that the famous one? (laughs) (laughs) No, H.G. Wells just remade it. As opposed to Hollow Man? (laughs) (laughs) Hollow Man is probably more famous to our generation. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by James Whale. Starring Claude Rains, Gloria Stewart... I believe went on to be, uh, yeah, she played Old Rose in Titanic. Gloria Stewart. Wow. William Harrigan, Henry Travers, Una O'Connor, Forrester Harvey, Holmes Herbert, E.E. Clive, Dudley Diggs, or maybe Diggs, I don't know. Uh, Anyways, um, synopsis. A scientist finds a way of becoming invisible, but in doing so, he becomes murderously insane. Yeah, this is pretty good, actually. Um, I thought the the special effects held up surprisingly well. Like, the way they they do the the scenes where he's invisible, um, including when he's, like, taking off the bandages and stuff. 
Um, I thought it was pretty well done um, for uh, 1933 especially. If for a movie that old, it's pretty violent. He kills a lot of people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, And they don't waste any time showing you how he becomes invisible. He's just invisible to start. So, <laughs> uh, it kind of picks up where the action starts, where he, he's trying to find an antidote and... Uh, Saves you a little time. And he starts uh, going a little mad. Um, so, obviously, it's a classic. Um, it's been remade a bunch of times. Um, and it's been bastardized in things like Hollow Man. <laughs> bastardized? <laughs> you think this was a better movie than Hollow Man? I never saw Hollow Man, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But they made a lot of direct-to-DVD sequels of Hollow Man, don't they? Mm, I don't know. At least one or two. Yeah, for sure. So because of the uh, kind of the iconic status and the the uh, how well the visual effects hold up, I'll give it an eventually. All right. Eventually. Before we move on, I just wanted to clarify the uh, book that I was thinking of is not The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells, but a, a book called Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison that was about race relations and stuff mm. in the 50s rather than an actual invisible person. <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. So you thought a movie from 1933 was based on that book. I've, I didn't remember when this book was written. <laughs> I just remembered reading it and thinking it was not what I expected from the title. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to read the synopsis. Stop judging a book by the cover. I don't like going into a movie. I don't like seeing the previews for the book. I don't like seeing the previews for the book before I read it. Just like movies. I see. All right. Let's move on to Slumber Party Massacre 2 from 1987. This is five years after the first. Uh, Directed by Deborah Brock. Also written by her. Stars. Crystal Bernard. Jennifer Rhodes, Kimberly MacArthur, Patrick Lowe, Juliet Cummins, Heidi Kozak, Cindy Elbacher, Atanas uh, Lich, Joel Hoffman. That's about it. Storyline. Courtney Bates, the younger sister of Valerie and her friends, go to their condo for a weekend getaway but Courtney can't get rid of the haunting feeling that a supernatural rockabilly driller killer is coming to murder them all. A rockabilly driller yeah. killer. Yeah. So sign me up. Yeah. So this is the main character is the daughter of kind of the main character in the first one. And so that's sort of like Courtney. Jesus Christ. When did she get pregnant? Sister of, oh, sorry. I said younger sister. Yeah. I think he's a daughter. I think I did the second time, but <laughs> like, yeah. Younger sister of the, main character in the first one and it's a a quick turnaround (laughs) yeah and i gotta give this movie credit for being pretty damn unique especially for a sequel um yeah because the main character keeps on having these dreams of this rockabilly driller killer like killing them all you know then she'll wake up and everyone's fine and so i mean this movie is a lot of fun and I don't want to say too much because it might ruin some things, but there's a point in this movie where it just takes a turn. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Because it's pretty different from the first one. 
And you, hooked, you hooked me with Rockabilly George. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I figured you'd get a kick out of these movies. It sounds like the kind of thing you want in a sequel, right? Yeah. Like you, you don't want different. to just be the same as the first one. So is he like the honky-tonk man or what? He lo- he's like an Andrew Dice Clay type Rockabilly looking dude. Nice. Yeah. Um, Can't wait. So like in the dreams, like he has a big red guitar and there's a drill on the end of the guitar. <laughs> So he's just you know running people through with his guitar <laughs> while he's playing it. Oh my god! That, yeah, that sounds awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That does sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I've been kind of going back and forth on this if I should do it eventually or a uh, last resort. But I mean, yeah, it's it's, ex- it's exploitative like the first one, you know, cheesy, trashy. But I gotta say that turn. There's a scene in there where you're like, I'm gonna watch that scene again. Like, there's some pretty pretty gnarly stuff in here um i think i'll give it an eventually i'll do it eventually i mean especially if you've seen the first one you're like well there's two more mm-hmm. so might as well and yeah rockabilly just throws you off wait rockabilly what you, <laughs> this is a horror movie right <laughs> all right sounds pretty sweet what's your last one jason all right i'm excited about this one you sound like it. Is <laughs> that sarcasm I sense? First time ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about a movie called Hereditary. Rated R. <laughs> when did that come out? This was also 2018, oh. this very year. He did say earlier in the episode all of his movies were from 2018. I'm aware. I just wanted to... <laughs> to make sure <laughs> let's see what do we got here why am i not oh here we go directed and written by ari aster this is for the cast we got alex wolf gabriel byrne tony collette who was amazing millie shapiro pretty much the main characters right there how do you guys feel about tony collette in general I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Really? I, I mean, always I liked she's her. Fine. I thought she did a good job. She she gets cast in similar roles a lot of the time, like the um, kind of stressed, overworked, underappreciated yeah, I mean, mom. Kinda although thing. you didn't like her in Tully, right? Was she in Tully? What am I thinking no, of? No. I'm not I'm sure what you're else I think. thinking of. Um, I mean, what I've seen her in, I've liked her. She's always done a good job. I just don't like... Oh, I can't wait for the new Tony Collette movie to come out. <laughs> right, you know? right, sure. Well, this movie really hinged on her role, I think. Uh, I mean, the whole family is, like, they all do a great job. They're all kind of important pieces of the puzzle, but I think she really carried the movie, and she did an amazing job. Um, I guess I didn't get to the synopsis today. After the family matriarch passes away, a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences and begin to unravel dark secrets. Mm. That's a bit vague, but it's easy to spoil this movie because there's... Dark secrets that are revealed? Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Um, So I'll, I'll try to resist the urge to share too much about it, but I thought this movie did a great job of being horrifying. So you got like, 
I mean, most movies, most horror movies, you got like some supernatural element or at least like a serial killer or something like that. Yeah. But a lot of the horror in this movie comes from the family dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. So at the, at the beginning of the movie, I'm thinking like, like this doesn't feel like a horror movie. It almost feels like a drama where all this really horrible, depressing shit is happening to this family, you know? And there are times where you're wondering, like, is this just like a family collapsing in on itself? Is there anything supernatural going on here? Or is it all just in these people's minds? That kind of thing. And the thing is, either way, whether it's supernatural or all in their minds, it's horrifying either way. You know, you see, like, there are these scenes where you're like, okay, if this thing really is happening, that's fucking scary. But then you imagine like, okay, what if this person is just completely insane and you're watching their family have to deal with that reality, you know? Yeah. Like it's just as scary in a different way. So that was cool. Like there's just messed up stuff that happens in here. And, uh, Oh, it, it grips you. I feel like it pulled me in more than most horror movies these days. I'm going to say this is the best horror movie I've seen since It Follows, which, as you know, was one of my favorites in recent years. All right. Um, <clears throat> another thing that I think made it really fun to watch is, like before I was saying The Nun didn't feel like it had a lot of depth. Yeah. This movie totally has depth. Like watching it... so. Just to tell you how much I like this movie, I watched it twice in three days because there's so much that you catch the second time that completely changes the meaning of different scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, just the filmmaking is really impressive. There are all these little pieces. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, on a third watch, I would notice other things. But there are things where the first time it's just totally like, meaningless and then the second time it's like wait did i just see what i think i saw mm-hmm. and it connects you know all these pieces of the story connect in so many different ways it's really cool uh actually just a couple hours ago i was reading a reddit thread about horror movies and this movie came up and somebody compared it to the shining weren't you at work a couple yeah, hours ago i was gonna say don't you, don't <laughs> couple hours well, what time is it <laughs> yeah, maybe not no I was at home. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. He, but, was, he uh, was in the car on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just got my phone up reading Reddit while I'm driving here. Uh, but somebody compared it to The Shining, which I think is a valid comparison. Um, just because of all the details, just so many details that are really cool to find and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of little, little pieces. So... I'm going to give this a soonish. If you like horror movies, go see this movie. Soonish. Watch this movie soonish, apparently. Where did you watch it? Did you steal it? (laughs) We don't need to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) He rents things over the internet. (laughs) We'll go with that. We'll go with that, that you paid for it. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Hereditary, so pumped. Mm -hmm. Well, heard good things. Got awesome ratings. Agreed. Reviews. Agreed. It looks good. Uh, my last movie, 
It's from uh, 1997. It's called Night Watch. Directed by Oli Bornadal. Uh, he also wrote it with Steven Soderbergh. It's a remake of a uh, of Oli's uh, uh, own movie from a few years earlier that was made in the Netherlands. I believe I've seen that one. Not a Vatkin, I believe that's called. Night Watch is the English version, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so this stars uh, Anais Evans, Ewan McGregor, Nick Nolte, uh, Josh Brolin, Lauren Graham, Patricia Arquette, uh, Lonnie Chapman, Brad Dorif. We just talked about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's about it for the main cast. Uh, synopsis. A law student who takes a job as a night watchman at a morgue begins to discover clues that implicate him as the suspect of a series of murders. Oh, shit. Can you believe it? A series? A whole series. A series of murders. Um, you might even call them serial murders there is a serial killer on the loose <laughs> and he has been killing prostitutes and uh digging their eyes out um, Damn. but don't tell anybody that's confidential <laughs> <laughs> um this is uh imdb says it's a horror movie a horror thriller it's it's kind of more suspenseful than like scary um but as it kind of stated in the synopsis there um ewan mcgregor is the law student and as a you know a a part-time job or a night job he he takes a a security guard watchman uh position at at this morgue and he's basically there by himself the whole time and uh so it's pretty creepy in there because you you know, you hear things and you don't, you know, whatever. And there's dead bodies in there. He's got to go check stuff every hour. And uh, he's really freaked out because there's this, uh, all the bodies in the in the morgue have a, a string hanging above them. So mm-hmm. that in case they're not dead, they can alert the person at the front desk. <laughs> um, and then uh, meanwhile, his, uh, his best friend, uh, who's played by Josh Brolin, He's bored with life, so he's he's messing around with prostitutes and stuff and fucking around with them and playing tricks and stuff. And then all the dead bodies from the serial killer are coming into his morgue and uh, Nick Nolte's the detective and he's telling them stuff about the killings and stuff. And uh, so it, it kind of starts, uh, all the evidence starts pointing towards Ewan McGregor. Uh, and you know he's not the killer, but he starts questioning himself and whether or not he can prove his innocence. Um, and I thought it was really well done uh, with the suspense part of it and building up all the different things that, you know, are starting to point at this innocent person. And you start to think, you know, like, well, shit, what? How can he prove it wasn't him? Like, everything points to him. But, uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's got a good cast. Uh, I'll give it an eventually. All right. Eventually. 
I wonder what you're going to talk about. Let's see what to talk about. What to talk about. Slumber Party Massacre 3. I thought you were going to say The Sound of Music. (laughs) From 1990. Directed by Sally Madison. Starring Keely Christian, Britton Fry, Michael Harris, David Greenlee, Brandy Burkett, Hope uh, Marie Carlton, uh, Maria Claire, Maria Ford, Garen Grigsby, Devin Jenkin. That's enough. Storyline. Jackie Cassidy and her friends are stalked by a serial killer while having a slumber party. Big fucking surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So this was definitely probably the worst of the series. It's still a lot of fun. Um, It just isn't really, you know, original like the first and second ones were. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 1990, so it's getting into the 90s. Still has that great late 80s fashion. And, uh... You know, still cheesy, still exploitative. Like I said, it's still fun. It's just kind of, you know, you've seen it before. Like it's worth seeing if you watch the other two. But I wouldn't go out of my way to see this one. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of fun effects. You know, they got a big drill again. You know, that's all you need. <laughs> need another driller killer. Does the drill look exactly the same in each one or does it get bigger and bigger? Uh, they look slightly different. Mm. I would say the drill in the first one is the biggest. Hmm. Not that we're comparing size or anything. <laughs> Are you a size queen, Jason? <laughs> Just ask. It's okay. <laughs> Don't be jelly. Nobody, um, nobody will judge you. So yeah, I think I'll give this one a last resort. It's a last resort. And yeah. Check out that Slumber Party Massacre series. It's a lot of fun, especially if you like campy, cheesy 80s slashers with young co-eds. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys want to add anything else? Nah. I don't know. I I was going to... I didn't want to talk about it because you already did an episode of it, but uh, I did catch The Witch on Netflix. Mm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've not Love heard, The Witch. I've not heard the episode that Mulder and Jones did on it last year, but uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd probably give it at least a soonish. Yeah, we did. I agree. It's a good movie. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. That Black Phillip. He's the shit. <laughs> uh, so we'll be doing a breakdown of Carrie next week. Um, might be doing a Slumber Party Massacre movie coming up. Maybe we'll come up with something else too. I'm trying to fit in a bunch towards the end of October. So we really flesh out our horror extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch of movies in there. But until then... Please rate and review, subscribe on iTunes and or Stitcher. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. You can follow us on Twitter at WatchThis underscore movie. Or you can email us at WatchThisMovie at Yahoo.com. We will check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye.
your dork, man. What are you talking Check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you lost my case.